We've checked the ratings and we're still one of the top four NFL podcasts in the Greater Whetstone area. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so Ambrish is in India right now, um, and we're doing this podcast via Skype, which I think is our second ever podcast via Skype. Um, so which part of India are you in, Ambrish? Little known fact, we're also one of the top 16 NFL-based podcasts. In the greater Bangalore area. Oh my god, they got they got a lot more competition there, I think. I didn't realize NFL was a big thing in, uh, in in India, or Bangalore, specifically. It isn't. We're just not that good anymore. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Um, no, Bangalore. It's standard, it's just higher. There's just more people, there's more competition always. Yeah, Bangalore, yeah. Bangalore's big on the NFL. So we've got a pretty short podcast this week, uh, because I have to edit this in one night, basically. And I'm not, yes. I'm not super hardworking, so... And I've got, and I just got FIFA 16 in the post, and I want to play that. So, what we're going to do today is we're just going to run, we're just going to, we're just going to run through, like, preview a couple of games, a few interesting games from the upcoming weekend. That's what we've got for you. And uh, and well, then we'll do a big one on Monday, and we'll, you know, that'll be the, that'll be the main one. Okay. Why don't we start off with Jacksonville versus everybody's favorite team in the whole of the NFL, New England Patriots. There you go, Jaguars, the London team. Oh yeah, London's favorite team. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so Jacksonville, Jacksonville at New England, Blake Bortles going into Gillette Stadium, where they will maybe try and shave his very hairy chest. <laughs> it's amazing, Blake Bortles. He looks like about forty. He's great. I think he's fantastic. He's only about what is he? 24, 23? It's amazing. Uh, so Bortles actually had a really good game against Miami. He did indeed. I think it was probably on balance his his best career game. He was hooking up with Allen Robinson against not a bad uh, Miami defense, actually. They're quite good. Yeah, Miami has been pretty solid in general. It's kind of a it was a really surprising result for Jacksonville to pull it out, and maybe they can carry through some of that magic. I think what they were in Miami, right? I think so. Yeah. Long trip. Long trip. <laughs> From Jackson. Um, I heard something yeah, really weird. They had to walk very slowly to get there. Yeah, sure, through a swamp. Did you hear about uh, Ndomukun Sue in Miami? Apparently, he's uh, he's being a bit of a diva and he's ignoring what the coaches say and calling his own plays. I that was a rumor that I heard. <laughs> Should we... Yeah. Then you wonder why they lose to Jacksonville, eh? Yeah, obviously he's uh, he's not Peyton, so he shouldn't be allowed to call his own plays. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, Bortles are really promising. I think he. Uh, he hooked up really well with Alan Robinson and uh, also the little rookie running back, TJ Yeldon. He had a pretty strong game against like a pretty decent Miami defensive front. So that was that was a uh, that was pretty promising. Things things are maybe looking up finally for Jacksonville after years of being shit and playing uh, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, although as you had pointed out before we started, that Tyrod Taylor, the uh, Buffalo quarterback who played against New England last week, looked rather discombobulated. No, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, so so I, I got it the wrong way around. I thought the Bills were winning and then the Patriots came back, but it was the other way. The, the Patriots were way ahead, and then Tyrod Taylor was trying really hard to bring his team back into it. And in the process, he accidentally <laughs> blundered into trap after trap set by Bill Belichick. Um, yeah. T- turned the ball over rather a lot. So that maybe doesn't bode unbelievably well for Bortles. Although Bortles is quite a different type of player. 
Um, he does scramble a bit, but he's a bit more of a kind of stand there, be hairy, uh, look around and throw it as hard as you can type of a guy. Um, but I still, I mean, okay, I don't think Jacksonville will win, but uh, I do like their the sort of they, they got they got some nice nice receiving options. They've got Alan Hearns, they've got Robinson out there. You know, it's quite a fun time to be a Jacksonville fan. Jaguar ass. Okay. Uh, would you like to hear some odds on this game? Yeah, I was about to ask. Okay. The system, which or my system, which is still finding its feet given that the season's just started, so it's a little bit favouring teams that have done well so far, mm-hmm. thinks that New England will win by 19 points. That's a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the spread is currently 13.5 points to New England. And mm. if you're just going to make a straight bet, if you put a pound on Jacksonville, you will get £10 back. Oh, my God. Yeah. You mean Jacksonville to win? or Yes. Against the Jacksonville show? to win is 9-1. to one. Is, in, is that without any kind of spread? Without any kind of spread. This is oh, just is, a is, straight match bet. That is, that is probably a waste of a pound. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but against the spread though 13 points is, is loads you know I mean yeah. it's not like the Patriots have looked invincible or anything it's not like they've been they've completely flawed very good though it's funny how uh, everyone... Tom Brady has been playing very well he's been chucking the ball to Gronk well, oh. given that we've been away for so long we didn't actually get a chance to talk about Tom Brady getting reinstated into American football yes at the end of the Borgazi affair right but you got some thoughts I do, now that you mention it. So, uh, the Borgazi affair, as you may or may not remember, the, or deflate gate, as it's sometimes known, sure. was uh, where Peyton Manning, not Peyton Manning, Tom Brady was accused of being involved in the deflation of the footballs against the Colts in the championship game last season. Yeah. As it turns out, the NFL found that the Patriots were guilty and they said Tom Brady was guilty by implication because he destroyed one of his cell phones. The Patriots appealed. They didn't appeal the overall suspension or the fine, but they did appeal uh, Brady being suspended for four games, which the judge overturned because there wasn't conclusive proof that Brady was involved in the thing because the phone that had the proof was destroyed by Brady. Right. And everyone was very sad about that. Well, it's more just... So this isn't the first time that a ruling made by the NFL, which was reviewed twice by the NFL as well, by the way, with the Wells report and uh, Cadell reviewed it personally afterwards as well. Uh, But it was still the second time, because there was also the Ray Rice case, where a jury or a judge overturned the NFL's ruling. Mm. So we're setting an interesting precedent where the suspensions being handed down by Goodell and the NFL are getting overturned by juries and judges. Actual law. (laughs) Yes, actual law is taking over now. So it could be that the NFL becomes the first league in America to actually do what European leagues do and just follow the law and not randomly dish out harsh justice. Hmm. I suppose, like, in in a... Well, I don't know. Um, what what section of law is it, was this whole thing under? 
because like I mean, stuff, I mean, I guess they do it because sports, like ne- they're not necessarily kind of included in everyday law because it's just like the game, <laughs> like with specific rules. Yeah, but I think the reason why he, well, why the Patriots appealed was that they he was suspended as in he could he was suspended from work essentially, which yeah. is Brady's work. Yeah, and it was a wrongful suspension because there was no conclusive proof that Brady was involved. Right, I guess uh, evidence is evidence, no matter what the category is. Yeah, well, there was there was circumstantial evidence and implications, but I guess they decided it wasn't strong enough. Right, well, in that case, you can't really uh, can't really argue that too much, can you? Yeah. Good but, job. I mean, there'll be there'll be other cases in the future, like, which could just bring this whole house of cards that Goodell has built crashing down, and they leave his new CBA just randomly. Because <laughs> it was so fu- so much fun last time. <laughs> so, we're both going with New England. What a shame. But I'm going for Jacksonville to beat that spread, though. 13 and a half. Still quite high. And definitely beat the Ambridge spread of minus 19. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I am not going to take a bet on that. But I'm going to remind you that, you know, New England, they've won two games this season, right? They have. They have. They have. They have. Did we perhaps put a bet on the first game, Andrew? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was, yeah, okay, for those of you who don't know, which is probably everyone because I don't know if you mentioned it ever. Um, at some point in like, what was it, like July, <laughs> me and Ambrish went for dinner with a couple of women, neither of whom fancied us. And... We decided that we were going to put a bet on uh, the Steelers. Well, I was going to bet that the Steelers were going to beat the Patriots in the opening game of the season. Uh, and uh, and I obviously lost that bet because the Patriots, in fact, beat the Steelers. Thanks, Pittsburgh. But I would like to note that in between me making the bet and... Nothing happened, nothing happened. <laughs> and the game actually happening. This is what happened. And uh, Martavis Bryant got suspended for four games. Marquis Pouncey got injured and Brady had his suspension overturned. So when I made the bet, it was a slightly different game to what actually happened. But still... God, congr- just loves, God, God loves me, what can I say? Yes, that was much love. Congratulations. Congratulations. That was our first called out bet, sir, of the year. And Amrish now won up. They're all, And they all matter because it was so close last time. It was. Extremely it close. was inconclusive who won. Oh, was it? Okay. Yes. Because there was the home advantage thing, which right. we're going to talk more about next in next in a future episode, probably the next one. There you go. <laughs> uh, should we move on to Shane's favorite game? Right. The yes. Seattle Seahawks taking on the Chicago Bears. Yes. Also known as the Sea Bears game. The Sea Bears game. Uh, it's a very famous game. Uh, <laughs> played out all the time in the NFL. Uh, not. Also, um, is it the Muppets? No. What TV shows are from? Uh, he said it was SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh yeah, of course. I think. Uh, I've got to check this out. I've got to, maybe I should Google Sea yeah. Bears. It is. It is SpongeBob. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we've got we've got. I think it's Chicago going to Seattle. Um. And uh, this is a, a, a two teams that have been endured very difficult starts to this season for various reasons. Many reasons. Indeed, they they do not start? hold a win between them. Yeah, where, where do we start? Should we start with the uh, the Seahawks' failing defense? 
the, they, they have a defense. I, the Legion of Boom, more like the Legion of Mediocrity. The Legion of Boobs. Um, <laughs> no, like, I mean, okay, so, uh, bizarrely, Richard Sherman has been playing really badly. Well, quite badly. Um, so, maybe, I don't know, filming too many adverts or something. And, uh, and even Earl Thomas, not been too great. But uh, we hear that Cam Chancellor is coming back. He might be. Yeah, this team. deal or no deal, he's back. He might. <laughs> is that his nickname now? That's actually a really good nickname. Uh, let's keep that. Well, deal or no deal. Deal Cam or Jones no back. deal, he's back, yo. Uh, so maybe that'll help having their other having their other safety back in back in the, in the fold. Um, and they're coming back at a very you know he's coming back at a good time because he gets to feast on my man Jimmy Clausen's potential interceptions. <laughs> Yes, Jimmy Clausen is currently the quarterback for the Chicago Bears because Jay Cutler, shock horror, got injured. Was it just now? Yeah, yeah, it was just now. Because I remember because I was watching the game and um, when uh, when 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 Jimmy Clausen came in, uh, he immediately started throwing poor passes, and the Chicago <laughs> fans were just booing Wait, straight up. Throwing porpoises. <laughs> With that huge cannon arm he's got. It's like... No, no, poor passes, unfortunately. Uh, I think people would have much rather he threw porpoises. But he threw poor passes. And the fans were having none of it. They were booing. You know, he was having... He was getting the treatment of of, of a guy who... They just want him out of there. Out of that city. They they, They don't want him. Even as a backup, they just want him... They're fed up. Get the fuck out. That's what... That's, what, that's how they're treating him. So now he's uh, he's probably relieved he's not playing in Chicago. Um, but, uh, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, the defense... Wait. Okay. What? Yeah. What? Uh, well, it's just... Uh, so there's no sign of them having picked anyone up to replace him? Uh, no, they have not done a Dallas. <laughs> yeah. No Matt Cassell there. They have not done a... Uh, maybe, they, maybe they went for him, but Dallas got him. Um... But well, I'd much rather stand behind Dallas's offensive line than uh, Chicago's. Sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so uh, Jimmy Clausen, he's going to be throwing short passes. He's going to be throwing them to Martellus Bennett. Probably put him in your fantasy lineup. Although, uh, that was one of Michael Fabiano's and Adam Ranks and all that guaranteed stud money plays last week. And Martellus Bennett had like a terrible, terrible game. But this week, I'm telling you, then Martellus Bennett will have an amazing game. So, but the uh, the thing is, aside from Jimmy Clausen and his no doubt terrible performance, um, Russell Wilson hasn't been that great either. No, well the Seahawks O line has been letting them down quite a bit. Yeah. Russell Wilson isn't amazing. He's he's, I mean for me he's only a little bit up from a game manager. Oh come on man, he's he's really good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sold on him. I might need to watch some more tape on him, though, let's be honest. Get some tape. (laughs) Get on eBay. Uh, Yeah, the the O-line's been pretty poor. He's been under a lot of pressure. Marshawn Lynch can't seem to get anywhere. Yeah. Only uh, only really uh, Russell Okun, the left tackle, has been uh, playing up to any kind of standard. The brilliantly named J.R. Sweezy has not uh, not been performing well. Um, and what do you think about Chicago? Are they, uh, do you reckon their D can stand up to, uh, to the terrible whole line from the Seahawks? Well, they're, they're, yeah, that fearsome blocking. Um, well, okay, the secondary is Chicago. 
Seems like it's been poor for years, and it still is. So I think probably um, <clears throat> Wilskins will have a bit of luck occasionally, uh, you know, going downfield. But uh, in terms of uh, the actual the actual trenches, I think Chicago matches up fairly favourably. Jar- Jared Allen's been playing pretty well. I think I believe he had a he did something last week. I believe it was a strip sack or a pick or something like that. He, he's okay, Jared Allen still, and uh, good old Shane McLennan, who the, the Bears drafted, I think maybe three years ago. Um, he, he, yeah, he's he's been he's been quite solid. They, they make quite a good uh, tandem when it comes to stopping the run. Not bad. Yeah. So uh, seeing as they're not bad, what, who do you, who do you pick for this game? Oh, I can't I can't I can't go anywhere other than Seattle. I don't think. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely will go Seattle. The system will go Seattle mm. by only twenty two points. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, this is because this is the wild swing. But how 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 they're both zero and two. How have they got that much of an advantage? Because the Bears are just terrible. Mm. They're, they're, they're not playing even a little bit close to well. <laughs> and with the QB gone as well now, uh, the spread is currently 14.5 to Seattle. You will also get 10 of your finest English pounds for any pound bet on Chicago. Yeah, that's the kind of line that makes it not worth betting on Seattle. But yeah. makes it, makes uh, well, it. You, could, you could bet a pound on Seattle, collect your pound back, and seven pence. Brilliant. <laughs> also like I think Chicago might be in they might be in with a shot now of getting the number one overall pick in the draft <laughs> they're kind of they're down there they're yeah. rooting around well that hasn't has that effect on teams eh my man anyway let's go on to the, uh, the next game which is going to involve another solid even 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 more than solid defense and another then another good QB who's been sucking a bit Indeed, it is the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm putting my hands in the air in worship of the Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning and his now slightly decaying arm. Well, I don't know whether it's his arm though, because last year he did. They they threw for 80, 20 yard or more passes, whereas this year they've thrown for two over the last two years, the last two games. Really, that's an interesting yeah. stat. Where'd you get that from? That's a good one. Yeah, that's uh, really, that's really bad. I got it from the internet. I'm not gonna lie to you. Got it from the internet. You didn't you didn't watch every <laughs> Denver throw and measure it with a ruler on your TV screen. Bullshit. Um, well, yeah, I, I hired someone to do it for me, of course. This is India. There's a lot of people here. Yeah, right. Some intelligent little student who needs a bit of extra sort of toffee sweet money. Um, okay, so. So you think, wait, are you saying that you think that Peyton is bad because of the scheme, because of the play calling? Well, I don't think he's not throwing long purely because of the scheme, although that is part of it. I mean, his shoulder isn't as good, definitely. He's feeling, he looks like he's feeling it. No. Uh, but Kambiak has put him under center rather than letting him play the shotgun. And it just, it doesn't look like it's working. If you watch the last drive that they had against Kansas City, which won them the game, where Peyton was in the shotgun and he was just doing whatever he wanted, he was looking much more comfortable. Hmm, interesting. I've never heard anyone say that about Peyton. <laughs> Don't put him under center. He sucks from there. Put him in a college system. Pistol offense. 
like Catholic yeah. or something. Um, well, I mean, he's quite new, so you see, he's got to take time to adapt to the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get the pro system down. Yeah, yeah. He wants to see the field. He wants to see the whole field right from the start. He doesn't have to drop back or do any of that shenanigans. Yeah. Um, well, that's an interesting stat about the 20-yard throws. Um, I just think it's his arm. I, mean, I think I feel pretty bad for the guy, but he's probably going to retire, isn't he, at the end of the year? He's, he's got to, to surely just retire. Yeah. I was listening to a commentator talking about how the only scenario where Peyton doesn't retire is if they make it to the Super Bowl and lose by like a really small margin. Um, like basically where they nearly win again. Torturous, torturous. Um, but the good news for, for Denver is obviously they've got a really good defense. Woo! Yeah. Trouble for Matthew yeah. Stafford. Demarcus Ware, Von Miller. Beasts, absolute beasts, absolute beasts. Even, uh, even little Amir Abdullah, the little running back, stands no chance against such a, such a meaty, meaty opposition. Um, <laughs> yes, that's why I said meaty. Um, if Stafford, ha- Stafford hasn't, he hasn't, had, he hasn't really enjoyed much. I don't know when he has ever enjoyed that much protection, but he hasn't really enjoyed very much this year either, and that doesn't really bode well exactly. Even though they're playing at home. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, I don't know. Stafford doesn't. I don't, he's not looked good for the last couple of years. I don't know whether he was ever truly good, or if he was just kind of being bucked up by having a couple of monster receivers, like one, uh, one. What's his name? Uh, what's his name? Klein Johnson, I think it is. Klein Johnson. That's that's the guy. Yes. That's the guy. No wait, Ka- yeah, Calvin Klein. That's the one. <laughs> Calvin Klein. There you go. Um, no, I think maybe maybe people maybe people uh, maybe their patience has worn a bit thin with Stafford because before he was a rookie slash young player with loads of talent, but now he's still got like the same ish slight mechanical issues where he sort of makes these reckless throws and it doesn't look too neat. And maybe people have just run out of patience with him and just thought, oh, I mean, I'm not saying he's bad. He's not bad. He's still like a, he's still in the top half of QBs in the league. He's maybe even is he in the top ten? Probably not. But mm, probably um, not. He's, he's 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 a talented guy, but uh, he, he has <sighs> some he has some he has some slight consistency issues. But I think the O line has been the problem. Riley Reef, where the fuck are you? Step up, son. <laughs> uh, he's smoking a cigarette with Jay Cutler. <laughs> Turnstile, yeah. He, he's a uh, yeah. He can spend a bit of time in in the hospital now with Jay. Um. So what have, you, what have you got for this game? It's in, it's in Detroit. Uh, I've got Detroit to lose, or Denver to win by six points. Uh, interesting. Denver to win, eh? They are, they're 2-0, and aren't they, Denver? They are 2-0, and yes, somehow. Yeah, that's weird. Um, they, they didn't look very good against Kansas City, for sure, but somehow they pulled it off. Yeah, they, they, they lit it up in the last drive. Demarius Thomas especially just went oh I'm here now <laughs> it was like um, I'm a bit curious about how um, how much they run it in this game because they're going to have to run it a bit and they probably should because they have well they have to get CJ Anderson going and Ronnie Hillman is talented and Detroit have not got Sue or Nick Fairley anymore so it's like give the boys a chance maybe CJ Anderson comes to life finally yeah, uh, and by the way, 
just let you know the uh, spread is three points to Denver. All oh, right. Oh, and, and you mean IRL? Hmm. IRL indeed. I don't know. Maybe I would take Denver. I don't know though. That's that's a tough one. I don't know who to pick there. That that's the first game where I where I'm not. Uh... Shit. I would I'd probably go with Denver. Yeah. Because the defense. Yeah, but still, it's still hard though. The uh, the way the offenses, uh, the way the other D's have been playing against the Denver offense, by just staying under and just kind of jamming up the line and trying to force Peyton to th- throw the long passes, which he doesn't seem to be capable of doing anymore. Yeah, they do have uh, Detroit does have DeAndre Levy, an extremely good middle linebacker, so maybe they can uh, maybe he can step up and be a Superman. And speaking of Superman, it's Cam Newton time. Oh, oh amazing segue. Transition. <laughs> so, okay, so th- this is the division matchup now. It's New Orleans at Carolina. So we've got the Saints, who are looking a little bit bedraggled, uh, against the 2-0 Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Yes. Look at that shit. Not bad, eh? And you've got a note here of Sean Payton fighting with pro wrestler Rob Ryan. So what's that about? Yeah, they kind of ended up having him. Well, he had, had a massive go with Rob Ryan on the sideline, which was a little bit indignified mm. of a professional sports team. So what's going on with Breezes? He's hurt his shoulder. He's that he's an ambush. Yeah. He's that an ambush. He's, uh, he's injured his rotator cuff, which uh, isn't usually fun. So it's uh, it's some bruising, I believe, not a tear of any form, which is Thank God. better than a tear, yeah. but still not ideal. I mean, a rotator cuff is really important to someone who throws the ball. Yeah, sure. And he's going to be he's going to be worried about that if he's playing. First of all, he's, we're not sure if he's playing. Second, if he is playing, he's going to have that on his mind the whole time when he plays. Mm. I can tell you that as someone who's had multiple rotator cuff injuries, it's it's not fun, and you he will be worried about it. And there's a risk if he does play that he'd make the injury a lot worse. So mm. maybe it wouldn't be best for him to play. But when your team's 0-2, it's kind of tough. Sure. I mean, um, do you think they're gonna? He was also he also had a bit of a tough time in the pocket in the last game against Tampa Bay. Uh, he got sacked apparently four times, which is not usual for Drew, because he tends to throw it quite quickly. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's not really his mo. But if he's feeling, if if he was already feeling his shoulder, then maybe it was just making him think twice before throwing as well, where he just wasn't as confident putting those long bombs, which he loves to put. But they uh the 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 the, the, uh, the New Orleans offensive sort of receiving options though. Don't really look that amazing right now, though. He's got Brandon Cooks, but like sort of old Marcus Colston, some guy called Willie Sneed, who kept catching, which really yeah, fucks me he off. He kept uh, stealing your fantasy points, eh? He kept stealing my fantasy points. That helps no one. Willie Sneed. It's like it's like Josh Hill all over again. And uh, there is there is the uh, the up and coming Brandon Coleman, who's a strapping young lad of six foot six, but um, maybe that's partly why he's holding on to it for too long. Um, he's he, they're not getting as open, or he doesn't trust them as much. He's gonna have to chuck it to yeah. CJ Spiller. 
It is going to be tough this week anyway because Carolina's defense is looking pretty solid. Man. And Luke Kukli might be Luke Kukli, Kukli might yeah. be back this week as well. Yeah, I mean, he, he had a concussion in week one. Uh, I don't think they're going to rush him back since they actually won without him last week. Um, but yeah, they, they, they definitely do have a very solid defense from the line... You, all the way, all the way back. Josh Norman. Josh Norman had a great start to the year. I think he had a pick six. It was either last week or the week before. Took it to the house, high stepping his way in. So yeah, that's that's a good time to be a Carolina fan. Um, hopefully, if uh, if uh, uh, Cam Newton can throw it straight to to, uh, to my man Greg Olson, who's also my fantasy team, uh, we can we can see some good results. Greg Olson and not Jericho Cottery. Thank you. Yeah, Cam Newton also needs to do a bit of running as well, because that's usually when they kind of create the space for the throwing lanes. Okay. It was quite interesting watching a clip of Cam Newton running, just someone else that was watching, and Cam Newton's going back to running with his head up and looking at four receivers, mm. which is the way you need to be running if you're a quarterback, not just going head down and trying to gain yards, but actually looking for the options he's meant to like going through his progressions while on the move that is a that is a good call man that's a really good call that was uh i think i saw i saw someone do that the other day i think it was marcus mariota did a really good job of that yeah outside the pocket young padawan's learning fast um but i'm gonna i'm gonna say without you even telling the spread or anything i'm gonna go for carolina straight up pal what's your system good system says carolina as well by about nine points. Wow. Again, it's reacting quite heavily to New Orleans not doing that well in recent weeks. Okay. So another uh, another division matchup. We've got Indianapolis yeah. at Marcus Mariota, Super Mariota. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> there you go. He's not these. Mariota Cart. Mariota Cart. Super Mario. Oh, he's not played like Wario, Wariota so far. He's played like Mariota. Um, you know who has played like Wariota? Who? Andrew Luck from the Indianapolis <laughs> Colts, who's about to travel to Tennessee to play Mariota. His arch enemy. Um, his no, nemesis. His... Andrew Luck. That's another guy who's, who's who's been taking some sacks. He's been getting a pounding. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Player. So. I mean, uh, Tennessee are 1-1. One one. Yeah, and the Colts are obviously, obviously winless, like everyone thought they would be. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Luck came out and said that it's down to him that the team have lost both the games. Ah. But actually, the O-line has been terrible. Didn't, uh, didn't, didn't Chuck Pagano publicly basically have a go at the GM for not getting any good offensive linemen for like three years Did he, he didn't have a go he just said that the o-line sucks and it still sucks oh, well, he, he kind of he didn't say it sucks or he said the o-line is what it is and we know what it is as it has been for the last few years yeah. but everyone knew what he meant mm-hmm. it's not great for the players to hear that even if, no. they, even if they kind of suck didn't they just give uh, anthony costonzo a big contract extension. I forgot he even played for them still. So what's uh, what's, what's the? I was gonna I was gonna ask you about another, another position now because we're talking about the big men. But what about Andre Johnson and Frank Gore? A bit disappointing, really. 
Yeah, well, I think those are actually two very different situations. Mm. Frank Gore is being let down by that offensive line that's being terrible. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is the same reason why Luck isn't playing that well, I think. This is my opinion, by the way. This is not necessarily fact. And uh, Andre Johnson, though, all the stuff I've heard like coming into the season was that he was looking slow. Mm. He wasn't Andre Johnson of two years ago or even last year. And he was always going to be a wide res- like third-choice wide receiver at best. Right. Not had much from um, the rookie Philip Dorsett yet, but we are getting something from Dante Moncrief. Oh, indeed. The, the importance of being Ernest Moncrief. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Moncrief. That's an actual guy, isn't it? It is, indeed. It turns out the other guy's Moncrief as well. Yeah, sure. He, uh, he had Something a huge game that... Had a huge game against the, uh, against the Jets. Didn't help, but... Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of tough again, as I said. Uh, Indianapolis really do need to bounce back and bounce back soon. Otherwise, this season could be going down the toilet. Is there uh, is there any threat though from the other teams in their division? Like, is there any chance they don't win that division still? Because I mean, well, they're zero and two. I mean, the Jaguars have won a game. Tennessee have won a game. And, and think, if they lose this game, then it's going to be really tough to come back. I know. I think. I think. I think they're lucky. Like, I, I don't think either of the other three teams are gonna are unnecessarily gonna finish above five hundred. So, sure. well, you know, maybe they, well, probably one of them will, but like, it's hard to say who because is it going to be Jacksonville? Yeah, there's, there's a reason why you would say all of the other three teams are quite weak. Obviously, now yeah. Indianapolis isn't playing that great either, but uh, they they definitely don't want to start 0-3. That's for damn sure, and they have to go to uh, to Music City and try and make it happen. And they haven't. Yeah, but what do you think about Marcus Mariota? him actually he looks pretty good you mean like the way he's been playing yeah yeah I mean I think he's I think he's looked alright he's, 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 he's shown a bit of a, he's shown a little bit of sort of wisdom beyond his years in a few plays you know he, as you mentioned recently how he kept his face up and kind of found a good receiver kept his as face he up, yeah. made as well which is extra impressive because he, he was supposed to be the guy who took longer to get used to playing in the pros but I think he's uh, he's got a good attitude. And I think uh, I think also really importantly, I think the Tennessee coaching staff isn't that bad. Like Ken Wisenhunt's quite a good coach, and I think it's really important with young quarterbacks. Like it's a lot of the time when guys sort of bust, it's because they don't really have very good coaches with them. Whereas sure. other teams tend to just draft, like say a quarterback, and he just turns out to be great. And that's not just because of the guy; it's also because of the coaches. So, so I think yeah. it's a good setup. Although, it looks good. Yeah, although he did struggle a little bit against the Browns last game. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a pretty good defense, though. I mean, I'm not going to go all yeah. the way and say he's great because he did so well against Tampa because their defense isn't that brilliant. <laughs> but, yeah. and then again, the Browns do have a pretty good defense. Um, yeah, he just needs to sort of not get hurt and just try and learn. He looks okay so far. I'd be quite happy if I was the Tennessee Titans because they've had they've had a quarterback since like Steve McNair. <laughs> so like, and I remember having Steve McNair in Madden 2002, and that was basically the last time they had a good quarterback. Mm, back when Steve McNair was still alive. 
and, and not and before he became a raven, obviously. Um, yeah, indeed. Yeah? Uh, is this battle between these two quarterbacks going to be the future Peyton versus Brady? Wowzers. That's quite a that's quite a shot. Potential. I mean, how much older is Peyton than Brady? Is it like, is it two years? Because if it is, it's perfect fit. No, it's not two I years. I think it's more. Is he? Peyton's 39, and Brady's, I think, 30. No, yeah, he's like 37, isn't he? Or 36. So yeah, it does kind of fit. Um, maybe, man. Maybe. If Super Wario, Super Mario tough can uh, find some supermodel girlfriend. Andrew Luck's already carved out a niche for himself as kind of a, a caveman-looking guy. Exactly, he, he is the Peyton Manning. He's even on the same team. Yeah, perfect. So maybe, and they're in the same division. So that's gonna be that could be fun every year, watching those bitches slap each other. Yeah, I, I want to go. I want to go with Tennessee as well. I feel like it'll be more fun. This is the first time in like ages that watching Tennessee is actually kind of fun. So I'm gonna go with them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, the spread and the consensus is Indianapolis by three and a half. Might be time to put a cheeky bet. I already have. Oh, bank. Good shit. Love it. Okay. So, should we move on to uh, everyone's favorite team? Which is, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles. And definitely not the New York Jets, who they're playing against. Yeah, sure. I.K.N. Kapali. The real Jets MVP. That's what we have written here. Why is he the Jets MVP, Ambrish? So uh, that's been tweeted around a little bit, where basically that's the guy who punched Geno Smith and broke his jaw, yeah. which allowed the Amish rifle, Ryan Fitzpatrick, to take over as a starting QB. He he's knew. doing pretty well. He, I'm he, surprised he, to see a Jets QB who can throw the ball. He just knew. He's he's mostly throwing quite short stuff, but that's what Ryan Fitzpatrick does. He's a bit of backup, and uh, he's with his old friend Chan Gailey who is the offensive coordinator of the Jets and used to be the head coach of the Bills, the Dem Bills, back when uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was actually pretty good. Um, yeah. When he was you know, first good in the league and everyone was like, hey, he went to Harvard, he got a perfect Wonderlick score. <laughs> um, which he did, he did get. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, what, can, what can you say? What can you say about Fitzpatrick? He's, he's making the most of what... People thought were going to be very limited weapons in uh, uh, Brandon Marshall, who's turned out to be pretty decent. Yeah. And uh, Eric, Eric Decker is still there. Well, Decker is 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 is, is good. He, he wasn't going to be shit. But like you know, I think after last year with with Gino and then the lack of productivity, I think people sort of forgot that he existed. <laughs> um, but uh, you've got so the Jets are there. They've got they've got a fairly solid offensive line set up protecting Fitzpatrick quite well and Fitzpatrick although not spectacularly talented is doing the job unlike well not unlike Sam Bradford but he's had a bit of a rougher time but hasn't he Amber? yeah so actually coming into the season I had a little sneaky suspicion that Sam Bradford was going to be a very good quarterback yeah. for for the Eagles because the Eagles system just works for them very well Makes every quarterback look amazing. It made Nick Folds look like Peyton Manning. Not quite. Not quite. He looks alright. He looks alright in St. Louis, to be honest. But okay, yeah, what were you going to say? 
Yeah, just the, you know, I, I was kind of hoping that, well, uh, expecting them to do better. And they just aren't. The, the offensive line is completely failing. Every, it seems like it's happening with every team. It's all the offensive lines just failing. Baylor, um, well, one team that benefited from Chip Kelly's interesting approach to the offensive line of, of letting your best players go. <laughs> um, well, okay, they still have Jason Peters, who is actually, let me just Google this. Let me just triple check. They just they still have Jason Peters, um, because he's basically regarded as being like kind of the best left tackle in the NFL. Okay, yeah. So they still well they they've got Jason Peters and uh, he's obviously kind of a beast. But they let Evan Mathis go. He went to the Broncos. They've profited, and they also let Todd Herrmans go. So they basically let both their guards go, <laughs> and it's like see ya. And uh, now, uh, now Sam Bradford is uh, is paying for Chip Kelly's. Um, I don't know what the word is. Foolishness? Hubris. Hubris. Fantastic. Exactly. Um, yeah, Chip Kelly. We thought they could uh, they could moneyball the O line a little bit, but apparently you can't. And um, it's only a matter of time now. I'm, I'm afraid to say before the uh, the man who is made of glass, one of many on the Philadelphia team, gets uh, gets kind of hurt. Yeah, speaking of men who made of glass on the Philadelphia team, Plenty. that DeMarco Murray, eh? Yeah. Injured his hamstring and he's probably going to be out for the game. It's start, starting again. He's had that He's had that one that one season where he played every game. And then, you know, now uh, now we're back to the normal services resumed with DeMarco Murray shred, shredding his legs <laughs> in, in accidents. Um, oh, no. Do you think it's going to make any difference? Has he had, what, 11 total rushing yards this season? He has had 11 rushing yards. That is amazing. In two games. Yeah. He had two. Wow. Two against Dallas, his old team. Brilliant. Oh, that's got to hurt. That has got to hurt. I mean, they're not opening up many holes for him, and Dallas have a really good defense, but, like, it's just really bad. Imagine imagine if you forked out for him in fantasy. Oh, my God. If he doesn't play, then maybe Ryan Matthews is going to come on and show us what he can really do, can, which is play really well and then get injured rather suddenly. Yeah, they can fall back on Ryan Matthews, although not too hard, because then he'll get injured. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I, Matthews is, is, is very talented, so it's not no doubt. I mean, you know, if he can stay healthy for like you know, two games, they'll, uh, they'll, 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 they'll sort of they'll benefit. It'll be great. But... Uh, the Jets' defense has looked pretty good, at least at stopping the pass. They say Revis might be out, potentially. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow, that would be bad for uh, the Jets. The Jets, yeah. But Kiko Alonso might be out from the other side as well. Yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he is out. Um, oh, yeah, Darrell Revis is uncertain. So they've still got Cromarty and his kids. And uh, and Buster Buster Screen. I always thought it was Buster Scrine, but it's it's Buster Screen. Um, he 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 has been he's been playing pretty well. Um, yeah, the Jets D is just playing lights out. Yeah, well they've also now that they've got Cromartie and Rebus there as well. Yeah. They've got some excellent D backs. Yeah. And their 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 weakest point was their quarterback. And Ryan Fitz is playing all right. The Jets could do very well this season. Do you think they could uh, get into the playoffs? I think so. I haven't managed to project the full season yet. But right now, they're looking very good for it. That's very tough to this win under their belt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if they win this one. This is, aren't they going to be 3-0? and Yes. 
Bees. But they haven't played New England yet. And yeah, it's a tough division to come out of. With that is a very tough division. Yeah. Looking pretty decent as well. That's good because that used to be the least competitive division. <laughs> I mean, obviously New England probably now will still win it, but at least the other three teams now look all right in their own way. Yeah, oh, wouldn't it be great if New England had another eleven and five season where they didn't get into the playoffs? Yeah, everyone would laugh. Um, but uh, didn't didn't Alex K at our fantasy draft say that the the Patriots were going to finish bottom of that division? That was a big. Play. I believe he did. Oh. We did not call that a bet, but our not so special guest and regular present regular not so special guest Alex K did say. And, uh, and, and, and regular song. regular winner of Ambrose's cryptic clue competitions. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna do a, like a episode just dedicated to that in the off season. Oh my god, were we? I think yeah. Oh, I think you mentioned that. We missed it, so. Yeah. Um, okay, and before anyway, before, going back to the games, before we get to bit, before we get to the uh, before we get to the actual prediction, let's. I've got written here that we should tip our hats to Chris Ivory who has been very good this year. Yeah. He, he was a bit overshadowed. I remember him playing for the Saints, and he was one of that, that rotation where they had like five running backs, with like Pierre Thomas and just everyone else. Uh, yeah, in the Reggie Bush, Darren Sproles. Yeah, oh, it was all there. It was all there. And Chris Ivory, he's stepped out of the shadows. He's been pretty good as a lead back. He's got, I think it's, if I'm photographic memory serving correctly, he has 148 yards on the year, which is pretty good for two games. Uh, very that's, solid. That's for an run in the last two games <laughs> yeah exactly in the last two weeks um, yeah like you know that that can only help you if you're Ryan Fitz you know because if you don't have that running back everyone's just going to be like well let's just kill Ryan Fitz it's going to be easy but you know it's a very important part of that part of the game they're going to have to keep him fresh hopefully he's okay. uh, not made of glass like uh, you know his opposite numbers do you think he will successfully run through that Philadelphia D and lead the Jets to a victory? I kind of really hope he does. Uh, yeah. Fits fits against fits against the Philadelphia secondary. It hasn't been that great actually. Yeah, let's go for the Jets. Okay. Green. The spread is currently the Jets by two and a half, and my system says nine points to the Jets. Hmm. So again, it's adjusting because the Jets. Have been playing very well this season, so they look really good on the system right now. Yeah, the Eagles are so quite talented; they could just go off, but I just feel like it's not going to happen. They can't do that. Alex K is having such a torrid time in fantasy that he uh, he needs he needs this reality to to, to sort of douse douse his pain. So there you go. Yeah. I think we we didn't we did we agree on every game there? I think we did, which is kind of worrying. Lame. Let's go. Let's re-record it. No, I'm just Wait, are you sure you didn't go for Jacksonville over New England? No, nah, I didn't. I just said I liked them. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, oh wait, what happened with Denver, Detroit? Did we go? Did I go for Denver? Yeah, I did. Anyway. Yeah. Well, okay, that's okay. I'm becoming more, more and more like your system. I've, I've started to, you know, we've started to sort of synchronize. We spent too much time together. Indeed, like, indeed. Like periods. It's time of that month, exactly. <laughs> so there you go. That's it, right? Yeah, we're going to keep it short and sweet. Um, if you have a problem with the way Andrew's edited this really mediocrely, <laughs> then you can always contact us on Twitter at NFL underscore 20. Or you can give us 
a longer tract of abuse by emailing us at nfl20pod at gmail.com. We've got a Gmail account. We're legit. So don't forget, you can always rate and comment on our iTunes page. Or on other podcast sites, which do exist. Indeed. Like Stitcher, for example. Stitcher, very good. We'd like, once again, to thank Order 66 for providing us with our music for the second season in a row. Exactly. I do hope they listen to this. We've been giving them a hell of a lot of props. And yeah, that's, uh, that, that's it for this week. And we'll be back shortly next week with a bumper edition of NFL 20. So look forward to that shit. Yeah. Which leads me to ask, Andrew, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Green Bay Packers. Oh, my God.